QuackCast number 215, Homeopathy and COVID-45, The Toothless Old Man Laughs. References for this QuackCast can be found at Science-Based Medicine from the blog entry of the same title from August 25th, 2022. O Homeo, Homeo, wherefore art thou, Homeo? Deny thy fantasy and refuse thy name. O wert thou wilt not be not sworn, my love, and no longer be a realist. Tis but thy fantasy that is my enemy. Thou art thyself, though not a Hanuman. What's Hanuman? It is nor hand, nor foot, nor arm, nor face, nor any other part belonging to reality. O be some other name. What's in a name? That which we call a dilution by any other name would smell not at all. So Homeo would, were not Homeo called. Retain that dear delusion which he owes without that title. Homeo, doth thy fantasy. And for that name which is no part of thee, join reality. I love Shakespeare, but I am not a Shakespearean actor. Regular listeners know that I like to refer to our distinguished competition. We so need irony punctuation. Using the rubric SCAM, Supplements, Complementary, and Alternative Medicine. It's perhaps too cute by half, and not my invention. But I have never been happy with the nouns used to describe scams. What is the opposite of science-based medicine? Fantasy-based? Fiction-based? BS-based? The nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind-based? From Young Frankenstein. You are talking about the nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind. And how would you even pronounce NRLM? Nurlam? See, we got real issues here. But NRLM is perhaps the most fitting. Of all the NRLM-based cults, homeopathy may be the most unhinged from reality. Well, there is Tong Ren. Perhaps it is a fool's errand to try and rank NRLMs that are, are based on less reality than Superman, Green Lantern, and Triplicate Girl. Although the last is are the patron saint saints of all bureaucracies in the multiverse. COVID has been a real boon to all NRLM-based therapies, allowing them to churn out what Harriet Hall has dubbed Tooth Fairy Science. Quote, which refers to research of a phenomenon before establishing that the phenomenon exists. Tooth fairy science is part of a larger domain that might be called tooth fairy science, research that aims to confirm a far-fetched theory believed by millions of scientifically innocent minds. Tooth fairy science uses research data to explain things that haven't been proven to have actually happened. Tooth fairy scientists mistakenly think that they have collected data that is consistent with their hypothesis, when all they have collected is data that confirms their hypothesis. These studies get published in the Journal of Tooth Fairy Science or some equivalent and listed on the PubMeds, sometimes resulting in remarkably credulous responses by legitimate medical organizations. PubMed has 80 hits for COVID and homeopathy, compared with 28 for naturopathy, 51 for chiropractic, and a whopping 213 for acupuncture. The last is not a surprise, given that COVID-45 started in China, and there are far too many papers on that topic to review in one blog entry without an Ondansetron prescription. It may be worth a high-level view of this particular medical literature to see what the homeopaths are up to.
Many of these articles are from India, where homeopathy is popular, and India may have surpassed the U.S. in COVID-45 deaths. Now, association is not causation, but remembering that homeopathy is literally nothing, I am not so certain that applying homeopathy to COVID in India warrants the warning from one abstract, not in large friendly letters that suggested, quote, there is no need to be panic, unquote. There are perhaps three broad uses of homeopathy for COVID-45. Well, actually zero, humor me here. But amongst homeopathic weaponry are such diverse elements as prevention, vaccination, treatment, and long COVID. I think it's important to approach homeopathy and all NRLMs using a Bayes' theorem, which makes my head hurt. As I mentioned before, I took and dropped statistics four times in college. Now, as a physics major, I did lots and lots of math. Statistics, though? So I might not be the best for explaining Bayes, but in medical practice, the basic application is the less likely the disease, the more likely a positive test is a false positive. Similarly, the less plausible the intervention, the more likely positive results are spurious. Since the prior plausibility that homeopathic remedies will do anything is exactly zero, we understand that any positive homeopathy study is a false positive. Why waste time on these studies? Because it can be fun to point at homeopathy and laugh. And no matter how implausible an NRLM study, someone in reality-based medicine, as we will see, will be snookered into touting it. Same as it ever was. Let's look at some of the 80 hits, and I seriously considered a rickroll for the last link, and see what the homeopaths are up to, and perhaps have a chuckle along the way. So you've been warned, no drinking milk. First up is COVID-19 pneumonia, a potential role of homeopathy. Well, no potential role if you are a fan of reality, but the author feels that homeopathic remedies, quote, may potentially improve the pneumonia of COVID-19 non-responder patients, especially in the early stages of the disease, and suggest, as do many NRLM papers, that someone wastes time and money to do a real clinical trial to demonstrate efficacy. I will note that most patients with COVID do fine, and that in the early stages of disease, you do not know if they are going to be a non-responder. So how would one judge when to give said nostrum? The author also suggests three nostrums, arsenicum album, stenum, and ribs nigrum. I'm sure I mispronounced all three because he found them helpful. And when would one use, say, arsenicum? When, quote, air passages constricted, asthma worse at night, burning in chest, suffocative catara, cough worse after midnight, worse if lying on the back, expectoration, Wheezing respiration. I am always amazed at the specificity of homeopathic symptoms. What if the cough is worse at, say, 9.59 p.m., and you happen to be standing at a time zone line and jump across it at the strike of midnight? Would that change treatment? Probably. The symptom complex mentioned above is not like any COVID-45 I have taken care of. So often, NRLM providers complain that real doctors only treat symptoms, not the underlying cause of dis-ease. But homeopathy is all about the symptoms, ignoring the underlying pathophysiology completely. 
And COVID is too new for any homeopathic proving specific to that illness. So they can just ignore COVID and go after the symptoms. I suspect, however, it is going to be the alleged immunologic effects that will be credited for most effects of most NRLM interventions and as a target for those interventions. Support the immune system, as it were, like the immune system is in need of a sling. Homeopathic remedies in COVID-19, prognostic factor research. It was an open-label, multicentric, outpatient observational study, aka designed to be completely useless for any conclusions. 27 different homeopathic nostrums were given, and in a disease where most people get better, guess what? Most people got better. But they credited the homeopathy, quote, homeopathic medications were associated with an improvement in symptoms of COVID-19 cases and suggests further studies. Of course, such garbage. And then homeopathy combat against coronavirus got retracted. I wonder why. Well, because, quote, the lack of empirical data and the lack of testing of the proposed model as a severe limitation that invalidates the conclusions drawn in the article. The conclusion that epidemiologic studies are needed to evaluate homeopathic treatment are not justified based on the model developed by the authors. The simplified approach provided by the authors is not appropriate to model the complex biological associations and not based on evidence-based health care research principles, end quote. Doesn't that really apply to every other homeopathy study ever published? And to almost every NRLM study? I think so. I did not realize, by the way, that there is homeopathic psychiatry. Insert your own joke here. Well, in India, they have proposed that to cope with COVID isolation, they will use a web portal that will generate e-prescriptions to be sent to patients. Why bother with e-prescriptions when homeopathic effects can be sent over the telephone? Let's get digital here, people. And homeopathy is very popular in India, where millions have received treatment as a COVID preventative. I will not suggest that there is any association between homeopathy and the tremendous number of infections and deaths from COVID in India. Nah, not me. How about Ayush for COVID-19? Science or superstition, says the title. Ayush is an acronym for Ayurveda, Yoga, Naturopathy, Unani, Siddha, Sowariga, and Homeopathy. I think with our Bayesian knowledge alone, we can assign the answer to the question in the title to the latter rather than the former option. The big problem for reality-based thinkers is that every study uses several dozen interventions. Some personalize for the individual, others personalize for the epidemic. Quote, successful homeopathic prescriptions are based on careful individualization of symptoms, either from an individual patient or collectively in the case of epidemic outbreaks. It must be nice to have it both ways. But that is the odd thing about NRLM-based therapies when viewed from reality. It is a system that is the catholicon, not the specific intervention within the system. It is homeopathy that is effective, not the specific remedy. Whereas in my world, for example, it's not infectious diseases that is effective in treating, say, syphilis. It's the penicillin. 
and they are still trying nosodes for COVID. Nosodes are the homeopathic equivalent of vaccination, where they take some infected matter from a patient, really, like Ebola, and they dilute it down to give as a preventative. We have vaccines that are safe and effective, but instead they are testing the homeopathic, well, not equivalent. I always wonder how NRLM studies make it through ethics committees, and I would love to read the informed consent, but I have always been a fan of science fiction and comics. And there's also homeopathic immunotherapy for COVID. They dilute the convalescent serum from COVID patients and inject it in the ill. Really? Convalescent serum was tried early in the COVID epidemic and was found not to be effective. I think diluting the serum is unlikely to improve its efficacy. Of course, there are no quality studies to show benefits from homeopathy. And despite the plea that, quote, for homeopathy shunned during its 200 years of existence by conventional medicine, the outbreak is a key opportunity to show potentially the contribution it could make to treating COVID-19 patients. This should be done through the performance of impeccably controlled, prospective, randomized clinical trial with publication of their findings in well-ranked conventional medical journals. If homeopathy community fails to take advantage of this rare opportunity, it might have to wait another century for the next major pandemic, end quote. Well, I doubt they will have to wait another century for a pandemic to prove their Catholicon is worthless. New word. I learned a new word. I will be using it freely moving forward. Catholicon. Sweet. Anyway, I don't expect any homeopathy studies will ever meet the above criteria. And even homeopaths recognize that they are doing a bad job with clinical trials. Quote, confirmation bias leading to lowered symptoms threshold, keynote prescribing, and deficiency in checking all symptoms in each case were identified as the most important sources of bias. And remember I mentioned early on that someone would be bamboozled by a homeopathy study? Well, I'll give you pulmonaryadvisor.com. Pulmonary Advisor, quote, offers healthcare professionals a comprehensive knowledge base of practical information and resources focused on pulmonary and critical care to assist in making the right decisions for their patients. Just no clinical thinking applied to NRLM. Pulmonary Advisor asks the question, can homeopathic treatment speed recovery in patients with COVID-19? And concludes, yes and demonstrates yet again that mainstream medicine can't appropriately evaluate NRLM studies due to a complete lack of understanding of NRLM medicine. This was referring to a study out of India where patients were randomized to receive standard therapy plus placebo versus standard therapy plus individualized homeopathy. In this study, a hodgepodge, well actually 40, of homeopathic not Nostrums were given. They were given at a 30C potency, a 200C potency, and 8% received an even higher potency. Remember, at 30C, quote, this would require giving 2 billion doses per second to 6 billion people for 4 billion years to deliver a single molecule of the original material to any patient. And that was the least diluted preparation. Any reality-based human would realize that this study compared two placebos 
and found one placebo was slightly better at improving mostly subjective symptoms. And it was a single blind study. The treating naturopath knew who was getting what. As we have learned and relearned over and over, when the NRLM practitioners are not blinded to treatment groups, the results are unreliable. Well, actually, the results are reliable and that there will be a false positive salubrious effect credited to the NRLM. There were two major flaws in this study, an underlying treatment that's totally unhinged from reality. The other was inadequate blinding. Pulmonary advisor recognizes neither of these flaws, gullibly quoting the paper, quote, a major limitation of the current study is the fact that because of the large number of COVID-19 patients at the hospital, follow-up laboratory tests could not always be performed because of a resource crunch. Further restricted access to patients because of the high transmissivity of COVID-19 limits the number of homeopathic prescriptions since various patient attributes and disease characteristics need to be known when selecting these medications, unquote. Yet another medical reviewer falling off the turnip truck. No critical thinking whatsoever. Hey, Harriet, can you write a book similar to There's No Such Thing as a Tooth Fairy for Healthcare Providers? It is so needed. The treatment for COVID with homeopathy did result in the funniest line in the medical literature, if perhaps the saddest. From the adjunctive treatment of hospitalized COVID-19 patients, a retrospective case studies, I give you, quote, at the start of each treatment, patients received influenzium either at 200 potency or if they were in very bad condition, 10,000 potency on day one. As mentioned, at 13C, if pure water were used as a dilutant, then no molecules of the original remain in the water. And at 200C, quote, the total mass of pills that would have to be consumed to encounter a single molecule of the original substance would be billions of times greater than the mass of the earth. And they were giving 10,000C for the sickest. The multiverse is not big enough to find even one molecule on 10,000 C. As many have said, it should be homeopathic delusions, not dilutions. Still, there are some reality-based assessments. In role of complementary and alternative medicine in prevention and treatment of COVID-19 and overhyped hope, they sum it up as well as I could. Quote, however, no clinical evidence of these alternative medicines to treat COVID-19 Lack of high-quality data, little or no data to support their claims, lack of statistically significant number of participants, long-term efficacy, proper follow-up, no comparative control groups, and no adherence to strict quality norms while conducting clinical trials are some of the concerns expressed by experts. Therefore, unless research is not conducted per standard protocols, CAM will be seen with a lot of skepticism in medical science except over at Pulmonary Advisor. That's it, my brief tour of some NRLM homeopathic studies. After that, I think I need a drink. Thank the gods, bartenders do not subscribe to homeopathic principles. Catholicon. And in the Department of Self-Aggrandizement, you can hear my talk at Skepticamp 22 and even see me talk. Ooh, won't that be frightening? Take some on Dancitron. It's available on the YouTubes. It's entitled 
Altmed in the age of COVID. What is the evidence? Question mark. And thanks for listening to QuackCast 215. As I said, references are available on the internet at Science Based Medicine for the blog entry of the same title.